I thought you were for sure going to hit that. <laughs> bonkers. Bonkers. <laughs> I have a bonkers button, too, just in case I need to bonkers. throw that in there. <laughs> That's perfect, dude. We want to give a special thanks to our sponsor, Rode Microphones. Rode is an Australian-based audio equipment company with a great U.S. support team that makes quality consumer and professional microphones and accessories. Here at Two Weird Camera Beards, Tom and I use a Rodecaster Pro mixer and Rode pod mics to record each episode. If you're interested in Rode audio equipment, Midwest Photo is an authorized reseller, and you can find their products by visiting mpex.com and searching Rode. That's M-P-E-X dot com. Search R-O-D-E. And a special thanks to Ray Sherlow. Ray wrote the music that we use for the show. It's the song Try a Little Harder from his album Forward Facing. If you dig his music like I do, check out the link in the show notes. Thanks, Ray. All right. Welcome welcome to the show. Hey, Tom. Hey. We have a we have a guest with us today that's pretty well known. Yeah. In the film community. I think all of our listeners will know who he is. I think everybody should probably know yeah. who he is. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I think most people who have bought an uh, have bought an SLR here or any kind of analog camera here know who you are. They got I mean, you. That's. If, I'm flattered. I don't know. <laughs> if, you can't, if you can't tell by the cool voice on the air, <laughs> welcome, Mr. Matt Day, to hey, the show. <laughs> thank you. Thank you both for having me, man. I'm super Absolutely. excited. Thanks to, for uh, coming in so early. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. No no problem at all. I appreciate you guys having me here. Yeah. Nice. I, if I if I would have known, because was, Matt was telling us earlier about how some of the, a lot of the places where he lives in uh, Chillicothe are not open on Sundays for coffee, I would have brought you some of my own home-brewed hey, cold brew. All good, man. Which, so this is not that brand. Right, right. Yeah, I just use that That's cup because it's nice. Right, oh yeah, yeah. Those are, those are great, for the sure. Best He's cups. pointing to a Speedway cup at the moment. <laughs> no, oh, just no. kidding. I've, that's the other one. This is round two round for my two. caffeine. Hear me out, dude. Speedway <laughs> coffee, top notch. Yeah, no, no I, I probably will, uh, while I'm up here in Columbus, find some coffee shop that, okay. that is open on Sundays. There's definitely okay. good, a, a few that are real good. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been to a few like really good shops up yeah. here, but I don't but never on a Sunday. Next time you're up here and you're getting um let me know yeah. and I'll bring you some of my cold brew concentrate Let's that, go. You, that you can I am know. so down for that dude. Cool. Yeah. I will never turn that down. <laughs> <laughs> um so how's how's your twenty twenty one? How's life been? What's what's new? Man, uh right now it's amazing. It's great. Uh the the beginning of the year was hectic. Anybody that, that follows me uh knows I was just going through a big shift with my wife and I thinking we were going through a separation. It was like this mutual thing and we had no like ill will towards one another it felt like something had been off and something needed to happen and that was sort of what we were going through you know and uh i think because we were on such good terms and still like you know there for each other through that we were vocal about it because we're like you know if other people are going through something similar yeah they they might think it can't be any way other than this nasty hateful you know toxic situation sure. you know and we're like yeah. we, we want to show people like this is just what we're going through it's all good like we can do this together you know and uh and so we were we were vocal about that but and so people know about it but it was definitely a, a like 
the hardest time ever, you know, I and it, it was like two months and she never even, my, my wife never even like left the house or anything like mm. she was about to, uh, mm-hmm. but you know, we were still with each other every day, but it was still a really tough and, and challenging sure. kind of thing, you know, but, sure. um, I think the two months apart gave both of us a lot of much needed clarity because then it was just the most certain thing ever that we were like, yeah, this is not what we're, what we want to do. You know what I mean? Like we, we truly in our hearts at that time thought like, this is it, but time can do a lot, you know what I mean? And the space and everything. So, uh, ever since then, like, you know, we, we were two months technically separated, but, um, have found our way back. And I mean, the last few months ever since then have been probably the best months I've legitimately ever had like not even just you know Mm. compared to last year or anything um I mean for for both of us we just feel like we have sort of a new lease on life uh and not just in our relationship but like my wife and her goals for herself that she has set myself things that I want to accomplish and that I want to do um yeah just it it's it's a really good time right now so that's really cool man. yeah yeah that's really cool after you know, the last last couple of years have been have been a lot of ups and downs. Obviously, sure. With twenty twenty, everyone experienced a yeah. year of just you know yeah. down, down. chaos. <laughs> yeah, 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 a lot a lot of down. Yeah, you know, and and that I'm sure my wife as well, working as a nurse mm-hmm. through a pandemic, that also caused a yeah. big strain on everything. Yeah. you know. Sure. So it's like after that year and everything we've been through, it's just like man. Yeah. Now it's <laughs> there's only up from here yeah you know so it's it's been great man yeah 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 so to that i want to say two things one bravo to both of you because our generation and transparency with relationships and mental health problems and all that like we had a a a former colleague with us for a where are they now episode Kristen davis and she we asked her what's what advice do you have for people and she said be transparent with your mental health if you need if you have problems reach out just you know, one and so you guys setting that example and, and putting yourselves out there to be like, you know, this is this is what we're doing and it's okay to try to figure this out. Yeah. Together. And, I, yeah, so. I think people are so caught up in the idea that they have to deliver like a message or an answer anytime yeah. they mm-hmm. share anything online. You yeah. know what I mean? It, it has to be either like you're celebrating your victories or you're you're I don't know, like. To, to put something out there where it's like, yeah, we didn't see this coming. Neither of us ever expected something like this, but it's yeah. happening to us. It could very well happen to you, and that's okay. Like, yeah. you don't have to feel shamed yeah. because you're going through something and your life isn't as pretty as everyone else's on social media. Yeah, You sure. know what I mean? And that was like our – because people would even tell us all of the time, and I think it's because of just seeing, like, photos of my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They automatically assume – everything is picture perfect yeah you know yeah. oh what a just dream life yeah you know yeah. that's like, the that's the fiction of social media though. right and, and just is, like yeah. and that's why we were both so vocal about like no we want to just be straight up with people because other people are probably struggling with this they're yeah. struggling with yeah. you know marriage or anything yeah. especially during a pandemic during a pandemic with, with, with two kids yeah. one kid being special that's needs cool. it's like there's yeah. a lot of weight and stress and it's like that changes people, which yeah. inevitably yeah. will change the dynamic of a relationship, sure. you know? And, um, yeah, we were just yeah. like, if anyone out there is 
struggling or just needs to feel like they can relate to someone else going through a really hard thing. It's mm-hmm. like, that's, yeah, that's the whole reason behind it, you know? Yeah. And, and yeah, like struggling, even if it's not a relationship thing, even if it's just mental health alone, I mean, I've tried to be very vocal about that over the years as well. I've struggled with anxiety, anxiety and depression since I was, I mean, a kid, I panicked and worried about everything as a kid, which is interesting now watching my son who is just like me in so many ways. (laughs) You know, he's, uh, he, he's five now. Um, but, or he'll, he's about to turn five, um, or wait, no. Oh my God. Yeah, he was born in 2016. Yeah, he's about to turn five. My daughter just turned six. It's they're 18 months apart. It is a lot <laughs> yeah. to keep up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's so much like me that now I'm trying to figure out how can I be for him like what would have helped me yeah. as a kid mm-hmm. with all of the anxiety and worrying and uh, obsessing over little things. Like I should have known a long time ago, but I was actually officially diagnosed with. OCD earlier this year and I've always said you know growing up like oh I'm sure I have that but it wasn't until I actually yeah talked with my my therapist and my doctor and they're like oh for sure you've yeah. got OCD you know yeah, so yeah. uh trying to to figure out like man what was it like for me as a kid being so anxious and struggling with stuff like that how can I sort of help him and because when I was a kid it was just like oh you're just scared get over it like yeah. not by my parents, but like my peers and yeah. my mm-hmm. friends and stuff, you know, it was just yeah. like, Oh dude, you're fine. Just get over it. Just get yeah. over it. You know? And I, and me, that was such a, not the way to like get me to do something. <laughs> like if, if I had eight group, like eight friends in my group all telling me to jump, if we were somewhere, that's the furthest thing that I'm going to do. If everyone's yeah. telling me to do it, you're not jumping. I just planted my feet even yeah. harder when people are trying <laughs> to get me to do it, you know? So uh, yeah, no, it's just, it's, it's one of those things that I think because I've sort of acknowledged and addressed it all my life and I've been, <laughs> I've, there's my phone after <laughs> I said silence our phones, <laughs> but no, like I, I, I just think that after addressing it and, and being vocal about it for so long, especially now with my kids, like that's one thing that Molly, my wife and I are really like big on with our kids is like, especially Elliot, you know, our daughter, Nora, she's autistic. So it's a little bit different, but with Elliot, we're like, you know, it's, you don't have to feel like you can't be sad or, or angry or whatever. Like, yeah, like you have to feel those emotions, but let's talk about it. Like you don't have to, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know? And so we're just trying to do that obviously, but like any parent, can understand it is not easy parenting is not sure, easy no, at all but, yeah. but it's the best you yeah know? the second thing i wanted to to say and give kudos to was uh and i don't know if she'll listen to this but molly I yeah mean, you guys are parenting but she is parenting and being a frontline worker during a pandemic yeah bravo y'all like dude. awesome the <laughs> Thank the, you. the stories yeah i mean she she and any you know nurse they they don't get the the credit that they deserve yeah. for sure yeah, yeah. um Man, I mean, <laughs> she's she's pulled double duty for for years. I mean, yeah. obviously with the kids and stuff. Um, when I've had time in the hospital, my mom going through cancer, my brother being a quadriplegic, it's like she's yeah. the nurse in the yeah. family, you yeah. know. And ev- all of these different things are happening, and without even being asked, she's the first one to be like, "I got this," you yeah. know what I mean? Like that's that's just what she does. She yeah. 
she wanted to be a nurse because she wanted to help people yeah. you know and that yeah. just that shows all yeah. across the board yeah, yeah she's she's the best man for sure that's awesome yep all right, well, let's roll into it. Let's get uh, let's start talking about some some photo stuff. So yeah, this yeah. is this is your specialty. So for those who I, who, yeah. who don't know, how many subscribers do you have now? Um, I believe it's around a hundred and forty four thousand. Okay, I believe so. So if you're not watching Matt Day on YouTube, go <laughs> yeah, smash that subscribe button. Well, absolutely. <laughs> you know, first of all, I, I guess I should. This is this has been on my mind just in the last week because I didn't realize until I I never really look at analytics I probably should since it's my job but <laughs> I'll, I'll be completely transparent most days I've got other stuff yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. then look at analytics well, and, it's very, and like it's very clear that your content comes first and then yeah, worrying yeah. about anal I don't know yeah it's clear that you're well I mean yeah. I yeah for sure I know like that set like all that to say subscribers I looked. Should I wait? Or no, that, you're good. I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Subscribers are making up, I think, like 45% of <laughs> my views. Mm -hmm. And then oh, the, man. the rest are that people who high. aren't even... The rest are people who aren't even subscribed. Interesting. So the majority of my views come from people who aren't subscribed to the channel. Somebody who's just Googling like M6. Probably. It's yeah. probably that, like searching stuff like yeah. that. And then... Um, I've even had a lot of people recently tell me that the, their YouTube subscription feed, my videos don't show up and they'll even have the notifications mm. turned on Interesting. and they don't get a notification and it's not in their subscription feed. They have to manually like search my so name, YouTube's go to my channel. To... I have no idea what that means. Yeah. If that's a normal thing that other people on YouTube experience. It sounds it's like all it, foreign to me. It sounds like YouTube wants you to pay for that oh, <laughs> access, yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Boo. it's yeah. Um, <laughs> it's you're crazy. on notice, Google. It's yeah. crazy, yeah. I, and that's yeah. the thing. I'm like, dude, I don't know what the algorithm is like. I don't know. Uh, there are people, I'm sure, who could be like, well, if you change your thumbnail yeah. this many minutes after the video, that actually does this thing to the algorithm. Yeah. Like, I've heard people talk about that, and I'm like, not interested. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take the views I get. I'm very thankful to be in this position. I'm anyway. sorry, sir. I stopped listening halfway through that sentence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there's a, a line, a little bit on Workaholics where they're talking about 401ks, and Blake is like, "Oh, 401k. What is that?" And as soon as he starts explaining it, he's like, "Oh." Never mind. I thought that was like a laser or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know anything about that. That, that was me. So when good. people start talking about the yeah. algorithm and how to crack the code and all this stuff, I'm like, yeah. no, I, no, I, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I, I don't even know how I ended up here to begin with. I, yeah. That's funny. That's weird. <laughs> Super that, weird. Uh, but yeah. Um, <laughs> with Midwest Photo. Yeah. How long have you been coming in? Oh man, uh, I mean, it was since it was on the the old location yeah. on High Street. Okay, it was yeah. like right down the block, I think, yeah. from Embassy Board Shop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like a couple blocks. Maybe Which did you go to first, Embassy or Midwest Photo? I probably <laughs> went to Embassy first. I probably went to Embassy way back when I was like probably like fifteen. Yeah. I would say fifteen or sixteen. Uh, one of my good friends, Carrie Banyas, he moved from Chillicothe up to Columbus mm -hmm. right out of high school, uh, went to Capitol University. He still lives up, lives up here to this day. Uh, but I probably went to embassy with him way back in the day. And yeah. then, you know, I honestly, 
I don't remember exactly what brought me in to Midwest for the first time. I remember it was on, like, I, I used to go frequently when it was on High Street, but I can't mm-hmm. remember what brought me in there the first time. Hmm. Um, yeah. Honestly, it was probably to look at film cameras. Like, mm. if I had to guess, just looking at the used inventory of yeah. film stuff, uh, which is funny because that's, like, right where I go when I come <laughs> into this <laughs> yeah, day yeah. is the used film section. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, 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 no, that's that's probably it. But, man, I... I always tell people, I remember specifically, like, when I would walk in where the, like, instant, like, pack film and stuff mm. was, like, on the little shelf there. And I remember yep. going in and buying, like, eight ninety nine packs yeah. of, oh, yeah. you know, FP100C and FP3000B. Yeah. And that was just, like, <laughs> oh, man. Anytime, glory days. Yeah, the yeah. glory days, man. Yeah. I, I, anytime I think about that, I'm like, yep used to just shoot this stuff like it was yeah. free yeah. you know what i mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> compared to to what it is now it's so. really yeah. wild yeah That's man i've been uh i've been coming in for a long time at least 10 years it's wild crazy how is like what was that experience like did you have like how's your late relationship with midwest Fo- i know i say I hi mean, to you every time you're in the shop <laughs> yeah, stuff, yeah. How, then, how's that been back then yeah. i I don't think back then I was coming in frequently enough Mm -hmm. to there might have been like a couple people who was like, I didn't know their name. They didn't know mine, but they knew like we knew each other. It was like, you know what I mean? It was kind of like, oh, hey, what's up? That kind of thing. That's how that's uh, how like every yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. Every yeah yeah where it's like I don't really think they they probably don't know who I am or like remember me because like I was you know 16 17 yeah. like I was a kid you know yeah. what I mean um but yeah yeah a couple people that I would just see each time uh Casey yeah. I, I remember oh, back yeah. in the day like I would see him a bunch like at the counter you know what I mean the huh. man's an institution to this place right yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah yeah like he was he was probably one of the first people who I like I kind of realized was like a staple person. Like, yeah. like anytime I went in there, I always saw him. I might see other different people working at the time, but it was like mm-hmm. pretty much anytime I went in there, I would see him. In there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then this location as well, I've, be, I've probably come to this location more than I went to the old one yeah. just because you, I mean, how, how many years have you guys been? We were, we were at that location since, uh, 89, I believe. Yeah. Um, and then we came over here in 2016. 16, yeah. And see, and especially probably because we've like done work together, mm-hmm. like me mm-hmm. with Midwest Photo. That's yeah. probably another reason why I've been at this specific yeah. location so much. Because yeah. I never did anything with Midwest in terms of like working together until it was at this location. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, now it's sense. just like anytime I come in, I'm I'm here for a while because I'm like yeah. at each little station catching up with everybody. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But it's it's amazing. Like it's it's an easy drive up from Chillicothe, and yeah, you know, you guys have got literally everything, so it's it's great. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will it's say awesome, when you man. when you two things when you come in here, um, there's a pretty fast bolt of electricity that lets me know that you're here. Really? Yeah. So whenever like you pop in the door, there's a pretty short amount of time before somebody tells somebody who tells comes back here and says hey matt day's in the building <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like all right i'll be right out <laughs> like, I, think, I think somebody whoever i think it is kind of a rule whoever sees matt day the first yeah like when he first walks in we just really? hit the page button and <laughs> matt day's now in the matt building. day is in the building. <laughs> i repeat i need to start coming in and like disguises then you'll <laughs> be like our a... secret shopper <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and to tell you how much Casey is an institution to this place, um, 
since I, I, so I worked back here from 2010 to about 2013, 2014. Yeah. And then I left for five years and I came back. Okay. Um, that's coming out kind of my little history here. But, um, even when I first started working here, Casey, yeah. Casey had been here for a while and, uh, my mom had come in a few times, like at a memory card for her point shoot or, you know, uh, whatever it might be. And every time I talk about somebody at work, she goes, is that the one with the tattoos? <laughs> mm. That That is definitely a mom card. Yes. To pull. Yeah, the one with the tattoos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, these days, mom, it's, that's about everybody here. So. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. Tell so we talk about how you you went to embassy and for those who aren't familiar with uh the high street the clintonville high street area mbc is a as a, a corner shop uh skateboard shop they sell decks and trucks and wheels and everything and uh matt has a long history with skateboarding in fact he's wearing a ccs hat right now <laughs> and a ccs shirt i um, look like a walking ccs ad right now. <laughs> i even thought about that as i got in the truck and left i was like damn i probably should have grabbed a different hat <laughs> i like, forgot i put That's on right. the ccs shirt too <laughs> um is this how you like tell me how you got into photography was it through skateboarding uh so i got my first camera and my first skateboard at the same time so it's literally like that's wild. The, yeah, like they, they go hand in hand yeah. in general, but to get both of them at the same time at 13, it was such a like pivotal time for any kid, especially like 13. You're like, yeah. you're really, uh, you're influenced by stuff pretty easily. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I remember those years. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, and uh, my brother was, I mentioned earlier, he's a quadriplegic. Uh, he was in an accident when he was 17 working on a farm. Uh, he was attacked by a bull and it paralyzed him. It oh, no. basically oh, came up behind. I mean, he had been working on this farm for years, worked with this bull every day. It was just freak accident, you mm -hmm. know? Hmm. Uh, it like hit him from behind and kind of like bucked him up into the air and he landed on his neck and that's what paralyzed him. And I was 13, he was 17 when that happened. So, he was staying up at OSU in the ICU for a while. And then he was at Dodd Hall for a while. Like he had a pretty long hmm. time staying in Columbus at the hospital where my mom was staying with him. And then my dad was basically going back and forth every day from Chillicothe to Columbus to make sure stuff at home was taken care of. They had to basically put an emergency, you know, addition onto the house because we knew we were going to need a, a wheelchair accessible bedroom right. for my brother. Yeah. So he was managing and dealing with all of that. My mom was staying around the clock in Columbus at the hospital where I was 13 and the school year was still going on. So I was staying with different, you know, family that was local that, mm -hmm. you know, could make sure I could get me to and from school, that kind of stuff. And then into summer, basically something for me to do. Cause they were, they had their hands full, you know what I mean? Sure. And so, while he was in the hospital, my I always like carried around a video camera as mm -hmm. a kid. This was like, you know, yeah. jackass days and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So oh, like yeah. me and my friends, like I my first camera that I ever got was actually a video camera. Like Is it one of those little flip cameras? No, no. So this this was a high eight cassette. Oh tape. dude. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. that's even cooler. This is yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I started with a high eight and then after a couple years got a mini D V and then ran mini dv up until there was like an hd cam and then i started using hd cams and it yeah. was just like yeah yeah th there's the little always, mini discs yeah, and stuff. yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, there's always been an element of shooting video because 
me and my friends were always doing, you know, skate videos and yeah, all that. Well, the, yeah. yeah, it started with like doing pranks on each other, sure. and just mm. goofing off as kids, and then I got so so I got my my first actual stills camera was when my brother was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, I had done like. 35 millimeter stuff before for like 4h mm-hmm. for photography i took 4h yeah and uh just as a kid because i always liked messing with cameras but never got a camera to like practice or anything like that it was just yeah. i messed with my parents cameras and uh my aunt and uncle they kind of knew i was into cameras in general but uh they flew up from florida and they had gotten me a camera as a gift i think one probably to like take my mind off of you know everything yeah, yeah i think yeah. Ev- everyone at that time i think just felt like there's not much we can do to like fix the situation mm-hmm. so like what do you want matt you know what i mean it was like that kind of thing and i was like a pretty simple kid like i rode my bike played video games goofed off with my friends like i wasn't into sports i wasn't into anything i didn't play any team sports or do any team activities or anything like that i was always just me and a couple friends, we did our own thing. You yeah, know? sure. And uh, so they got me this. It was one of the Kodak Easy Shares that came mm. with a the like, little printer, the pr- the, the, the printer that you dock. Yeah, yep. it's like yeah. three megapixel, I think yeah. maybe. Um, it was like a little black Kodak Easy Share. Um, and so you've been printing your work for a while now. Then. <laughs> <laughs> the, very, the very first ones, dude. Yeah, some some high quality four by sixes. Oh uh, yeah, red eyes and everything. Do you still have any of them? The Man, photos? I, I'm sure my mom does. Yeah, yeah, she's got all the photos from back in the day. I personally don't have them, but she's jacked and scrapbooked. The camera, I don't know. Uh, I wish I did. Um, it didn't. I mean, it, it it lasted a while, but it wasn't long before I was like. Okay, I want a camera, camera. Mm-hmm. Like, you I got hungry. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I got used to the idea of just having a camera and taking photos of everything. And that was what they had told me. They were like, you know, your parents don't get to see you that often. Mm-hmm. You're seeing them like, you know, every few days, basically. They're kind of missing out on a lot. Why don't you just take photos of everything you're doing? And when you see them, when you go up to Columbus to visit your brother and see your parents, you can take your four by six prints you know that's why they got yeah. me the printer doc combo you know yeah. uh, that's so cool yeah that's so thoughtful too. I mean, like, yeah that's yeah a, that's a thorough like thought well process. thought out yeah. thing yeah and it's yeah. like I, I mean it was kind of like given an assignment when i got my first camera like hey take photos of everything you're doing and yeah. like i'm still doing that yeah. today you know so it's like that not just giving me the camera but i think their direction with it really kind of helped me figure out like what I wanted to do with it. You yeah, know what I mean? So cool. And so got my camera, was just taking photos of everything, me and my friends hanging out and stuff. And then literally within that same month, uh, my family that I was staying with, they were painting their house that summer. And she was like, you know, help us paint the house and we'll take you to the store and get you whatever you want. Again, I think it was one of those, like, let's just take his mind off give him something to do, take mm-hmm. his mind off of everything. Because uh, I had this, like, horrible guilt at the time where I thought, I don't play any sports. I'm not interested in any sports. I like playing video games. I like messing with the computer. Like, I was just mm-hmm. always into that kind of stuff. My brother was, like, all-star athlete. Played uh, every mm-hmm. sport you can think of. Six five, natural, just gifted athlete. And I mm-hmm. was like, why 
did that happen to him? Like, I just felt like yeah. I'm taking so much for granted because I don't yeah. care about sports mm-hmm. and he like can't do any of that. And that's his life, you know? Yeah. And I had this horrible like guilt over that. Man. And when they were like, you know, what what do you want? I was just like, well, I, w- I, w- I want to do something, but I don't want to play sports. I'm yeah. not going to go do that just because like, that's just not my thing, but I want to do something. I don't want to take this ability to just literally stand up and walk. Like, I don't want to take that for granted, you know? Sure. Um, and I was just like the only thing that has ever seemed interesting to me that I've like wanted to do, but basically was too afraid to do was skateboard, you know? And so took me to the sporting goods store in town and it was like, they were closing out all of their skateboard related Hmm. sales, you know, like they had all of their board stuff, you know, marked down. And so the complete setups were like, you know, half off. And so I got a setup there and it was literally like I had my camera and my skateboard and it was like, I was given like a purpose, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Not to like go and become this pro skateboarder or something, but it was just like, Oh, this is my thing now. Like I I actually have a thing that I genuinely like love. I'm like addicted to this. And I didn't have that before. You know, I always saw my brother and his friends and like the different sports they'd be doing and stuff. And I'm just like, damn, why don't like, I want, something that's like mine yeah. you know what i mean but i just give you some identity and yeah, all that. yeah yeah and it's, it's crazy cool. too because yeah skateboarding and photography like that's how i got my first camera and my first skateboard and i mean that's like literally made me who i am today you yeah. know what i mean yeah. like it's just once i got those two things i was just like cool i'm set <laughs> like that's this, pretty this wild. is all i want you know what i that's mean that's sweet man yeah that's super wild it's wild so I I first found like I before I even met you in person. Yeah, yeah. I had found you on YouTube. Oh, really? <laughs> and uh like who's this clown? It was funny <laughs> like I don't remember so I mean a little bit kind of cuz yeah. you were also like I think at the time it was like I don't know if it was a GoPro, but it looked like oh, it could yeah. have just been a GoPro in the corner of the room Straight and you up. talking to it and Straight like up. just having your camera that you were talking about. That is exactly how I started a yeah. GoPro on a tripod in my uh, office at home. Just yeah, natural window light, no, yeah. and it was it was straight up hit record, mm-hmm. talk, hit stop, and then upload. You know what I mean? Like oh, I, dude. I, I would cut out a couple small things here and there, but it was like. Yeah. There was no structure. There was no multiple takes. There yeah. was just, yeah. Just it, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That like, I remember when I first saw that, I was like, who's this kid? He's like the only, he's the only dude under 30 that I've ever like seen anywhere talking about a Leica. About, yeah, yeah. And it's all, it was also like, you had a completely different perspective than like everybody that was talking. Uh, you really? know, you know the stigma behind Leica. You know, like the oh like, about Leica. Yeah, yeah, yeah specifically sure. Leica. Yeah, that like it's usually an old curmudgeon kind of guy. Say, I needed to be. I needed. I definitely needed to be older. I definitely needed to have some sort of attitude or yeah. like, uh, like or, specific way of how things should be done or what you should use or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, dude, I love. I wanted a Leica camera for years. Yeah. Like I saw all of my skate heroes yeah. like carrying them around at, yeah. at on tours and stuff like that. And I would just be like, dude, one day, like one yeah. day, maybe when I'm like 40, you yeah. know what I mean? And then I quit smoking and told myself like, I spend $1,800 a year on cigarettes. 
which is dumb. You know, that it's was insane. that yeah. was uh, 2013. And I was like, if I quit that, that money that I would spend in a year on cigarettes would cover a Leica M6 and like a good entry level lens. Again, this is 2013 prices. Isn't that wild? <laughs> Isn't that wild, dude? <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I and and I I sold like all of my cameras and got the M6, and I was like, okay, if I feel like having a cigarette or anything, I'm just gonna go outside and take a photo with this camera because I should be like jumping for joy that yeah. I have this camera. I've wanted it for years. That should trump any sure. you know craving for a cigarette or whatever. Yeah. So that's how I quit smoking. But that's the thing. Like, I love that camera. I still use it to this day. It's of right course. over here next to me. Uh, I don't care what anyone uses. Sure. <laughs> you know, sure. And it's like if you think like a cameras are not fun to shoot, overpriced, whatever. Like, then it's not for you. Cool, man. Yeah. That's that's all good. Yep. You know? It was funny, though, like seeing that first video and like. Yeah seeing the comments and also like i i feel like there's two groups of like issue yeah or yeah. back then there were like it was like either somebody that was older and curmudgeon and like you should do it this way or like somebody who's talking about how they just moved to la and right. having their first like art <laughs> exhibition or something but yeah um but you now, like you were coming from it like from a completely like modest like this is just like what I want to shoot. Yeah, this I, is like a machine that makes my life easier to do the tasks that I would. Yeah, do. like I, I just yeah. treat it like it's a tool, you yeah. know. And it's like I've, I've enjoyed. That's the thing. I enjoy using the camera so much, so naturally I use it more. Yeah. Because I'm using it more, I'm more efficient with it because sure. I know the camera and I don't have to think about it. Yeah. You could literally, if someone enjoyed using their Olympus. Uh, stylus, you know, a sure. point and shoot. If they enjoy that camera as much as I enjoy using an M6 and they shoot with it more, so they're just efficient with that camera and they don't have to think and it's just second nature, mm-hmm. dude, use that camera. Yeah. Stick with it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. stick with whatever it is that just has you shooting more. You know, sure. like, that's that's it. It's yep. cool. But Absolutely. So, with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How did you how like I feel like that was kind of the beginning, but like how did you end up turning like YouTube into like your career oh, man. and all that? Yeah, it's been and, like a part of your art. At yeah, this point, yeah. Too. I mean, it's it's such a weird thing. Like when people ask me what I do for a living, um, I just say photographer usually because that's sort of like the, the overarching. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I also do YouTube, but like you know, I I, I just did a book. And like sometimes I'll sell prints, but like I've got a wedding this weekend. It's like all of these different things, you yeah. know. And it's like, and you're also reviewing tech. So yeah, it's also yeah. Like kind of tech it's specialist a weird, kind of thing. Yeah, too. it's a really weird kind of combination of stuff. But I like yeah. that because yeah. it, it's always different, you know. Yeah. Sometimes it's a little chaotic because things are all over the place. Like this is going to be my final year doing weddings because, mm-hmm. at least for the foreseeable future, because it's just too much to juggle that schedule with other things that come up i've had to like turn down a lot of stuff this year because mm. i've been so booked with weddings especially mm. from 2020 yeah all of the rollover dates that were yeah. rescheduled it's been hectic so oh yeah uh i'm really trying to free up my schedule to focus more on things that are in line with like the youtube channel uh working with different companies like midwest photo like just doing more stuff about photography for other photographers yeah. less photography for hire 
Um, Interesting. Yeah. Do you enjoy that more than like being then, hired for as I, a photographer? I think it depends on the job. Um, sure. I mean, I definitely enjoy doing what I do on YouTube more, um, not necessarily sitting down in front of the camera. Sure. Um, you know, seven. But like writing and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, sort of that too. I do yeah. enjoy that aspect, but honestly, it's just, I can shoot whatever I want, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, I don't, I don't feel like I have to shoot a specific way or a specific mm. style or something that I'm not as interested in. Um, you know, I've got a lot of, a lot of freedom with, with cool. YouTube and I can just, I, I, man, to answer your question, like how it's gotten from that point to now, I truly, <laughs> I, I don't know because again, like I said earlier, like I'm not the kind that looks at analytics and studies that kind of sure. stuff and figures out how to maximize my views. Sure. And, you know, it's like, I'm thankful to be <laughs> in any position like I am right now. So, yeah. uh, is it stressful to like, to like rely on that, to yeah. rely on it as a career and yeah. not completely understand how like it's going to, yeah, you know what for I mean? Sure. There's, like there's no certainty. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm lucky that I have some certainty in terms of income with sponsors. Yeah. So some sponsors, it's like, a 12 month contract, you know, okay. and I can kind of look at like, okay, I know for sure this yeah. is what I'm going to make at least in this one Avenue. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. Um, so how many times did we have to mention CCS? No, we got to get these numbers. Up. <laughs> it's a rookie uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's, yeah. um, that's you know, cool though. That is nice to have that stability. There's some stability yeah. there. Things like AdSense and like Google ad revenue, yeah. that stuff fluctuates like crazy. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean Can that, imagine. yeah. And, and that's, that's a month to month, you know, based on views and how long people are watching yeah. and all of that stuff. I don't sweat that too much because I've been lucky enough to work with sponsors that are not as concerned about that. And it's like, I can sign that's the contract. Cool. It's guaranteed. That gives me a lot of peace of mind. Yeah. Um, but it's also just because I've been able to work with really good sponsors. You know, I've yeah, had a couple, awesome. like maybe a couple experiences where I would do, you know, some sort of sponsorship or product review or something with someone else. And it just, you know, for whatever reason, it didn't turn out how I thought it would or how they thought it would. And um, there have been a couple people I've worked with once before where I'm like, okay, I'm not going to work with that company again that was you know a disaster yeah Yeah. (laughs) other companies are like they make it as simple and stress-free to to just i don't know i'm I'm lucky that i've got some really rad uh companies and people more than anything it's the people behind the companies that make that whole relationship so great you know and and make it work as well as it does yeah um but uh, it's it's hectic because you're constantly thinking Every time I finish a video, I'm like, okay, now what? You know what I mean? And and what do people really want to see? What do they want to hear? What do they want to, like, learn about? If I could get, you know, dozens of requests for a video to to make a video about something, and then I make that video, and then it could flop. Yeah. And that's happened tons of times. And then other videos where I'm like, this is just a throwaway video. I just need to get something out there. People probably won't even watch it. And then that is like my most viewed video that month. You know, That's it's wild. It, yeah. I've I tried al- to predict it, but I can't. <laughs> I could also see, especially with the film world, like yeah. I could see 
I think you did a video at one point with an RZ mm-hmm. shooting Molly. Yeah, with, yeah. With uh, the leaf shutter stuff. Yeah, yeah, way back when. And RZs were not popular. No. And I'm sure that that video didn't do super great, but it's probably doing really great now. Oh, right? I, there are, the, yeah, the, the old videos where, because that's how the channel started. It was like, I'm shooting all these film cameras. I can't find any information on these when I buy yeah. one. You know, yeah. when I when I'm checking out a Facebook group or eBay or wherever, you know, even coming in here, like looking at different cameras. And I'm like, never heard of that camera. Never shot yeah. with that camera. How do you load it? What yeah. kind of battery does it take? What lenses are out there? What's yeah. it like? You know, like what does it look like for a photographer in 2014 to, to shoot with this camera? Yeah. I don't, if yeah. you look it up online, it's like you can download a PDF of the manual from 40 years ago yeah. and, you know, maybe look at some sample photos of, you know, <laughs> stuff on Flickr, you know? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah. dude, I want, I want like practical, what's it like if I want to buy that camera now and just go shoot with it, yeah. you know? And yeah. so the whole channel started, it, I didn't even show photos for the first while. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. the idea of like a YouTube photography channel, like I didn't subscribe to any i wasn't watching photography videos i just knew if i searched mamiya rz67 or pentax 67 hasselblad 500 like if i searched that on youtube i wasn't coming up with much you know and i'm like i just want someone to show this is how you mount the lens this is how you mount the film back this is how you load the film these are the different viewfinder accessories like just give me information yeah that that's all i was trying to do and more people would be like where are the sample photos and when I first got those comments of like, you didn't include any sample photos, I'm thinking... You're like, here's a Flickr link, bro. <laughs> well, it, it, it was so foreign to me because I was, at the time, I remember thinking like, why would you want to see what I... That's that's not going to tell you... That's not what, why I'm doing this. Well, yeah, but it, 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 it just seems so odd to me that I'm like, I guess maybe for some of the lenses you could see, but I'm like... Yeah, it's a film camera. Yeah, you know what portrait looks like. Yeah, yeah. Just a different camera here. This this was even back then, and I, I was just like, I don't know. That idea seemed so foreign to me. Where I was just like, why do you care to see my pictures? Like, I'm just trying to give you something information so you can make your own pictures. This is free information, and you're asking for more. (laughs) I was just like, in my head, I guess I just thought if I put some of my own photos on there, people would be like why do you think I give a shit to see you and your friends hanging <laughs> yeah. out? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I just didn't include We're photos. Like judging the, judging the, like, uh, the like quality of information based on the quality of the images. Right. Or something. Yeah. yeah. It was I just, know. I don't know. It that's was funny. It was weird, man. And now it's like, that's a whole thing. You walk around and take photos and just share the photos like that to me as a YouTube video still, just it's, a slideshow well, it's just like, no it's just it's so bizarre that that's i don't know man yeah. i never expected my youtube channel to look like what it looks like now or that there would be dozens of film photography youtube channels you know what i mean like they're just they're yeah. everywhere and it's rad because there's so much more information out there but um i just did not think any of it would ever turn into a job or look like what it looks like now yeah um dude it's, it's funny it's wild but like like you said like asking if it gets stressful it does but i think just in the last year especially this year after everything that's gone on i'm like dude i've 
stressed and worried about so much more like real life stuff. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> if YouTube shuts down today, I'll be all right. I'll yeah. figure something <laughs> yeah. out. You know what I mean? Like that's been my whole thing is like, yeah, I'm not banking on YouTube being my job for the rest of my life. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do in 10 years. Who knows? Yeah. I really hope I mean? the other YouTubers aren't either. Right? Yeah. We're going to have some bad news. For right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I don't know, man. It's, it's crazy, but I'm just like, I'm thankful to be doing what I'm doing. I'll keep doing it as long as I can. And I don't yeah. Know. Yep. But a- again, at the heart of it, it's always about photography. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't care what I'm doing. If I can make a living with a camera and focus on, shooting personal work like yeah that's that, that's me. best case scenario yeah you know what i mean to, to yeah. pay my bills and take pictures that i want to take like, yeah yeah i shouldn't complain about anything you know what i mean so like when <laughs> yeah. i get stressed i'm like hey it could be worse yeah, yeah. it could be, it could be worse. a lot yeah, worse yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah well you just answered my last question for the uh the, the back, oh really the background part which is perfect oh the what's next yeah so what's yeah so it's as you like you said as long as you've got a, yeah. a camera and you've got steady work and you can do personal projects that's that's what makes you happy i yeah. think that's i at the core of it, I think that's what a lot of people want. They yeah. want to be able to focus on some personal stuff. They want to. They want a little bit of work to keep them busy, and right. they want yeah. to survive. Yeah, so. I mean, it's uh, you know, I've got like projects and stuff I want to work on, and projects I am working on. Um, focusing a lot more on making books and stuff like that. Yeah. That's where I'd really like to focus, especially after yeah. I get through this season of of weddings and kind of close that out, and then really focus on that. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, I, I just want to continue doing what I'm doing and, and try to make it better in any way that I can. Like, um, I don't know. I've, I've got ideas for different ways to get more of the community like involved on stuff, uh, which I'm looking forward to. But yeah, man, more than anything, just as long as I'm able to make sure my family's taken care of and mm-hmm. I can take pictures I want to take, like, yeah, smooth sailing, man. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I think we're about halfway here, so let's take a break real fast, and because uh, I know Tom loves breaks. <laughs> and uh, I'll stumble <laughs> over my words while Tom says hello, goodbye. Uh, we'll be we'll right, be right back. back. Uh- <laughs> Canon Full Frame Mirrorless is back in stock at Midwest Photo. Come in and check out the R5, R6, and all that sweet, sweet RF glass like the 800mm f11. Special financing available. Visit mpex.com and search Canon EOS Mirrorless. Are you local? Don't forget to visit mpexrentals.com and learn more about Try Before You Buy on Canon Full Frame Mirrorless. Midwest Photo has the popular Sony Alpha Series in stock. Heading on vacation? Try out the Sony A7C Compact Full-Frame Mirrorless Camera. It pairs beautifully with the Compact G-Series, including the new Sony 40mm f2.5 and the Sony 20mm f1.8G, which is $100 off through August 29th. Visit mpex.com and search Sony. And we're back! Hello! (laughs) (laughs) Um... All right, so I want to I want to ask some questions about the topic at hand today, which is documenting family, um, yeah, which yeah. you do quite a bit. I mean, if you follow Matt on Instagram or you even see some of the images uh, on his YouTube channel, family is at his core. Yeah. Um, it's very important to him, as he's talked about. Um, 
my first question is about documentation and documentary work. How do you define that? Like what, what to you is the difference between um, just a, you know, the standard shot that anybody else would take in documenting something? I think that mostly for me comes down to not necessarily like the individual photo in comparison to another individual photo, but it's like sort of the, the frequency of it, you know, and the consistency of Mm. it, like doing it consistently for years is different than just like taking one quick snapshot. You know what I mean? And obviously if you're looking from like frame to frame, I really try to like, what's the story of this moment? What are we doing? What's like, what's the situation? And then looking at like, how can I tell that story with one picture versus, Mm -hmm. you know, a video where you can show, you know, 24 photos a second or whatever, you know what I mean? So it's like trying to, to look at things that way in terms of what's in the photo and what's not, I guess that comes to mind when I think about like documentary photography, but it's really like, how do I tell this story without changing anything? How do I, you know, I don't construct a scene and like ask the kids to do something or ask my wife to do something or no, 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 let's, let's go outside. I have this idea for a photo. Like it's, you know, that to me, I I, like, for instance, shooting four by five, I'll, I've had ideas where I'm like, Oh, I'd love to get a photo of the kids sitting right here. And that to me is a completely different thing than, when I'm just like a fly on the wall trying to, you know, I, I always have my camera with me and if I'm shooting, I don't want it to take me out of the equation of like being there with my family. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, I need to still be dad. I still need yeah. to be my wife's husband. I still need to be who I am to them, not just a photographer. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like trying to not change anything and not make it about, old dad's taking pictures right now you know it's like take the photo throw the camera over my shoulder and like get back to what what it is i'm doing yeah, yeah. do you, you know? find do you find with you know balancing that having the camera on you that you're kind of stumbling into documenting and in, in certain situations or is it a planned thing where you're like yeah you know we're going to be doing this today or we're going to be together as a family today and i want to capture that yeah i never really look at it as like oh i hope by the end of the day i have photos from the whole day like I mean there are days where I'll go out with the family and you know we just took the kids to the zoo and I took photos when we like took a break for the day we took a break uh Molly and I each got a a much needed beer and a pretzel (laughs) (laughs) and the kids got their Dippin' Dots ice cream and we brought plenty of snacks with us anyway (laughs) and we just sat down by the water and like let the kids just hang out eat food and me and Molly just sat there and ate and you know, we weren't rushing, we weren't dealing with the crowds or the lines or anything. Mm-hmm. And while we were just sitting there enjoying ourselves, like that's when I took a few photos. Cause I'm yeah. like, this is the, I, I don't know. It's like slowed down a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, it fit in really well. I was just like, cool. I'm going to grab a couple photos. We're just hanging out. All right. Back to walking around the zoo. Okay. Yeah. Put the camera in the little wagon with the kids, yep. pull them around, make sure I can, I was <laughs> dragging both kids in the wagon. Like, making sure they can get a good view of everything. Like my mind <laughs> no was left. We've got the <laughs> elephants. <laughs> I had my little pop star headset on, you know, with a PA system. Yeah, no, yeah. I just, uh, you know, I, I wasn't in like photo mode at that point. You know yeah. what I mean? When our family like sat down and we were just hanging out as a family, mm-hmm. that's when I started seeing pictures. But yeah. like 
walking around at the zoo, I wasn't like, oh, I want a photo of this and the kids. All right, yeah. guys, come over here. Let me get a picture. Like, yeah. It's funny because that was my mom growing up. That was, was like, my dad. Yeah, you know, and, and I think that's... Stand in front of that thing. Right. I think that for, for most parents, when it comes to, even if it's just nowadays with their iPhone or back in the day with just the family camera or whatever that yeah. was, like, yeah. that's the typical kind of thing that you would expect. It's like, I am not good at, all right, I'm going to get photos of you guys at the front door on the first day of school. All right, sure. now I'm going to get one on the last day of school, and I'm going to make a cute, like, yeah. for, side by side. Like, I am the worst at that. I never <laughs> think yeah. about, oh, this is the first day of this or the last day of that, or we need to get one photo of everyone standing together smiling, like, yeah. at family occasions and stuff. Like, when that time comes, if my mom's like, Matt, bring your camera. I want to get a big picture. I'm just like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like it's cool but i yeah. would so much rather just let's just they don't get realize photos. it's work yeah, yeah. well yeah and it's almost it's like that. that's almost like the thing that you want to hire out and just be like just yeah come do this <laughs> and i'll pay you for it cause yeah it's-, <laughs> it's 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 the work thing but more than anything i'm like the photos of everyone just hanging out being themselves that's so much cooler than yeah. like like that's the photo you're gonna look back on yeah in 30 years and be like damn i miss that person you know yeah. what i mean you don't get that feeling when you're looking at like a group photo of 20 people yeah. from yeah. far away you know what i mean yeah. it, it's just a different when you can feel like you're there like in a relaxed like you know family get together kind of environment like that's yeah. when you i don't know you you attribute that person more to that photo than sure. a a big group posed group photos. I so. think that's probably a generational cultural thing. True. Because I know my family, a lot of uh, my dad's side is from Appalachia. Hey, yeah, dad. Yeah. My dad's, my dad always listens to these episodes. So, hey, dad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he, um, you know, his family would sit down and they would have these big, you know, I remember an older family member would have a big group photo and be like, this is so and so. Yeah. This is so and so. Sure. And this is so and so. I was gonna say, like, that's more cool. <laughs> that, that big group photo, all it does is say, "Oh yeah, Ralph was there that he day." He was yeah. there that like, day. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, he was there. Yeah, yeah. Cause remember, he he did the thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. he lived yeah. on the corner. <laughs> you know, he used yeah. to be uh, Arby's down there, and yeah. I'm telling you what, that had the best curtain. Cur- so that's yeah. that's how the everything was very locational, and somebody mm. was there. Right. And let's tell a story about this person. I yeah. think that that is why older people would do those giant right. group shots. Yeah. And we tend to take more like candid in the, the candid, moment. Yeah. Uh, or this is like, this is a, yeah. Or there's, there's a photo that <laughs> I didn't even take it. Elliot, I guess technically took it, but I was <laughs> sitting, it was, uh, it was like a day or two after my dad's funeral might've been actually it might've been that night, I think. Cause we all went over to my mom and dad's afterwards. Like all the family was there and stuff. Yeah. Um, and it was me, my cousin, my uncle, who bought me my first camera. He was sitting like across the table mm. from me. And Elliot was just sitting in my lap. And he was, I think, like six months at the time. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, or no, less than that, maybe. He mm. was young. He was young. He was maybe five months old. And uh, he was just sitting in my lap. And I had my camera just sitting in front of me on the desk or on the, the kitchen table. It was just my M6. And it was just sitting forward, like, facing the rest of the table. I didn't, like, have a photo composed or anything. It was just sitting there. But Elliot just pushed the button. He was, like, messing with my camera. <laughs> and my uncle was watching him, like, mess with the camera across the table. And Elliot took the photo, and it's my uncle, 
looking directly at the camera, like from across the table. And it's a <laughs> rad photo because he's there. And then my cousin, his son, who also lives in Florida, they both lived in Florida at the time. I mm -hmm. never get to see them. And they were there for my dad's funeral, obviously. And it was just like a little photo like that. Mm -hmm. The fact that Elliot took it, it stands out in my mind and the fact that yeah. they were there because I never get to see him that much. And it was just like those kinds of photos. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, the ones I take, too, not just the one yeah. that yeah. Elliot <laughs> took. But it's like it's just those those photos stick out in your mind. Like all of my favorite photos from my childhood weren't the JC Penney's, you know, yeah. studio shot with the cool laser shapes and stuff <laughs> on the backdrop. Yeah, it's, good strawberry in the background yeah, with laser yeah. eyes. <laughs> yeah, it was it was always like me and my brother in the backyard or like yeah. photos like that. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I wanna try and give that same kind of stuff to my kids, but mm -hmm. like all the time. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I wanna just cover as much of it as I can. Um, and it's, and again, it's not just the milestones of like the birthdays and the first days of school, but like what we were doing on a random Tuesday in the middle mm -hmm. of summer, you know what I mean? Like yeah. no real plan or anything. We're just hanging out in the backyard. Um, yeah, th those are, those are just always my favorites, man. Cool. That's cool. You want to talk about number five too, since it's connected? Um, yeah, I mean, I think you covered that, like where the line is between, like a documentarian versus a family member who's like the overzealous camera yeah, everywhere yeah. family Cause, member. Yeah, because you see those family members at weddings. Yeah. At least I do yes. when I'm like shooting a wedding. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Gotta Uncle, keep an eye out for that uh, yeah, guy. Yeah, <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Bob's got the camera. Mm -hmm. He's got the zoom lens. Yeah. I know he's, he's going to be. He's got the vest on. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like, <laughs> I know he's going to be everywhere it today. It says press on the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a little laminate tour yeah. pass. Uh, yeah, no, like I know there are family members like that. Um, I never want to be, I never want to burden my family yeah. with the camera. You know, it's like if my kids are like, like I fully had this whole shot. Molly actually took a photo of me and Elliot having this conversation. And I'm so stoked that she got it because we're in the backyard and there's this little chair that it was like my brother's wooden rocking chair when he was like a child, you know, mm. like a small kid. And my kids still use it every day. And I'm like, I really want to get this portrait of Elliot in the backyard in this little like wooden chair. And I set it up. And I had him sit there and I'm focusing and composing and everything with the four by five shot. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, buddy, you just got to sit, you know, really still try not to move. Okay. Cause it's going to take me a second, you know, and I'm trying to teach a, you know, a child with tons of energy, how to just wait for yeah. a four by five yeah, photo. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like getting it all set up and I could just tell he was not into it. And after I like, I had everything shot like set up and I was so stoked for it. I could just tell. And I was like, you don't want to do this, do you? And he was like, no. I was like, you don't want your picture taken? He was like, no, I just want to play. I was like, all right, go play. That's fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just to go play. And Molly was just like, well, at least you tried. And I'm like, I don't want my kids to be, I don't want them to dread yeah. me having the camera. You right, know what I mean? Right. It's like, it's not about that. Yeah. Like, I was so stoked to have that photo because I thought it was going to look awesome. Yeah. There was like family meaning tied into it and stuff. But dude, he just wanted to be a kid. So I'm like, all right, whatever, go be yeah. a kid. It's all good. You know what yeah. I mean? Because like, there's, there's going to be more photos, yeah. you know, I, and I've taken a lot already. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny, man. Yeah. Um, do you worry about, uh, putting photos of the kids on the internet? 
Uh, none of the photos that I put out there or that my okay. wife puts out there. Um, there's definitely like a line, like if you yeah. know, a kids like our kids in the bathtub and stuff like that. <laughs> sure, like we're yeah. not putting that sure. kind of stuff out there, obviously, or anything that has like yeah. a, lo- a location attached to it or mm-hmm. like context as to where we are in some photos just because yeah. I'm like people are weird on the internet it's the internet Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're definitely cautious about yeah. about what we post we're comfortable with everything we've shared up to this point um, yeah. but we've done that like uh, stri- not it's weird to say strategically but like we've, we've been in- intentional about yeah. it you know what I mean like we've been intentional about the kind of stuff that we have photos of that yeah. aren't going online just because it's like it's not about that you know yeah, what i mean yeah. um and that's kind of like you know I, I try to encourage people to do what i do and that's why i share yeah. the stuff that i share you know and i always try to like remind people of that like again i don't expect any random person to give a shit about pictures of my kids you know yeah, what i mean yeah. it's sure. like I, I i just want other people to like really let themselves like go all in with photography and like just shoot anything you want to shoot and like yeah let it kind of not take over your life but like if i've given pretty much everything i have to photography yeah and it's been amazing what i've been able to get back from that yeah and even if people aren't looking to do it for like a career thing like the photos that i have for my not just myself but like my family members and my friends Mm -hmm. knowing how important some of those photos have become over the years like family members that have passed away mm-hmm. and friends would tell me you took a photo of you know me and like one of my really good friends growing up that I used to skate with uh him and his grandpa were really close I took this Polaroid of him and his grandpa on FP100C way back in the day yeah and he still has that framed he still has a print made from it like He's like, that was, that's like my favorite photo you have ever taken. And it's like mm. stuff that he's taken with him that's as so he's, cool, he's moved from house to house. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. dude, that's the kind of stuff I want people to have. I don't want everyone else to like make a living with photography or have a YouTube channel sure. or share their family photos. Like, sure. that's not it. Like, I just want people to do what they want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and like really see the value of like, what documenting your life really looks like. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, whether I had an Instagram or a YouTube or whatever, like this is the stuff I was already doing before social media was even a thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like all, all of my early years with photography, it's different people, but it looks like what it looks like right now. You know, yeah. maybe totally, a fit, you know, technically I would, hope it's a little better than it was back then (laughs) but but you know what I mean it's like it was just what was in front of me and that's and that's it you know and um I think there's a a relatability in that 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 people are drawn to and I think that's why people like the YouTube channel Mm -hmm. or like following on Instagram or stuff I don't think it's necessarily about the work itself or like how good the pictures are or anything like that I think it's more just about like I'm just another person and that's what I try Mm -hmm. to encourage people to be online is like dude we're just photographers yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. they were just taking pictures it's yeah. that's it you know what i mean and mm-hmm. and there's a lot of i don't know ego and stuff with social media Cult and personality yeah yeah like <clears throat> you you people that have like large followings and stuff and it's like 
I'm kind of glad that I, you know, I used to go to a lot of photo trade shows. Yeah, yeah. And I'm glad that I don't anymore. Right. Because that is like the center of the storm for that kind of stuff. And you see, walk I, around and you're like, they're so, they're so, they're about to teach this class. And, 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 it, and it's, it's not about the craft. It's not about the work. You know, a lot of people focus on the gear. Right. It, everybody's just looking at that person that person and i'm like that's more about the fame and yeah like the, that is not idolized yeah yeah which whatever. is just like i don't know it, it's and it's I'm, a really weird i'm a little i'm glad that i'm out of that <laughs> right yeah well again like t- for for youtube at least my youtube channel to go from where it started to what it is now like you know in the grand scheme of things my channel isn't massive or anything but it is way bigger than i ever expected you know what Mm -hmm. i mean um and so it still just trips me out but i'm like yeah i'm just a normal dude honestly if you saw my day-to-day you'd probably be like it's pretty boring man (laughs) like other than like work stuff like i get to do some really cool work opportunities which is great but like my free time is pretty laid back you know what i mean it's it's hanging out at home with the kids sitting in the backyard like yeah i'm not living some rock star lifestyle dude it's yeah it's which is probably pretty comfortable though too oh um yeah 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 i yeah yeah i want to go back to that story you were telling about uh about elliot with the chair that's that is what i really like that story and i think that that demonstrates you as a good father as well (laughs) but is there you know at some point both elliot and Nora are gonna grow up and they may the words may come out of their mouth that look i i I don't want my photo taken. Oh yeah, for and, sure. And do you? How do you? How do you feel like you're going to navigate that point in their life with documenting your family being so important? Are you going to like? I mean, if if they if they were like, hey, we don't want you to post any photos. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's over. Cool. Yeah. It's all done. Yep. Any photos that I can, even if there are any photos anywhere that are still up, and yeah. they want them taken down, take them down yeah. for sure. Uh, if they've straight up said, I don't want you taking photos of me at all, uh, even if regardless of whether I'd post them or not, like that would be tough because I would be trying to think, well, I think maybe one day you might want these photos. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But if that's truly what they want, yeah. then I'm not going to push it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they're their own people mm-hmm. and they, they have 100% the right to just be like, look, yeah. I'm not, I don't want that. I don't want yeah. the attention, whatever it may be, for whatever reason they want, all good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think if it ever came to that, I would want to, I mean, I guess it wouldn't necessarily have to come to that to talk about it, but like, I think that's important for people to know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and not just knowing what I would do in that situation, but I think it's important for people to ask themselves that. Yeah. You know? For sure. Like, for to, sure. to just think about, even if they don't, take you know photos of their family or maybe they don't even have kids but to just at least consider that uh that situation as well and just think like how would i react to something like that what do you think what do you think you would focus on if you um i mean honestly i've always been really focused on chillicothe in my community anyway and so like before the kids i was shooting a lot of photos of downtown i was Mm -hmm. always doing stuff like out in the countryside as well because there's such a like great landscape it's surrounding Chillicothe. Yeah, yeah, man. And it's, I live in the house I grew up in. So it's like, yeah, I've always been surrounded by the same kind of yeah. like atmosphere and yeah. landscape. And it's like, I've just always truly loved it, you know? And 
So if if they ever didn't want to do have their photos taken or anything, like there's still like it tons would, of stuff to shoot. Tons <laughs> of stuff to shoot. Yeah, and I mean, and that's the other thing too. Like I've shared the photos on Instagram and YouTube. I've never like physically published anything. Um, not to say that I wouldn't, but I think that would be a conversation that would have to be had mm-hmm. much later when they're older. You know, if, if I were to put out a book and there were photos of my kids and like some of my family, just like, cause I have books from other photographers where yeah. it's like, this is just photos of my family over 10 years or whatever. And it's amazing work. And I would love to do something like that one day. I think I'm still like kind of on the fence about it just mm. because you know it's it's a big deal like I don't take doing something like that lightly yeah. mm-hmm. um, but I think if I ever did I would want it to be when they're old enough to like actually talk to them about it and be like look this is what <laughs> this is what it's like like your photos would be in books all over the world internet could crash could go down there's still a physical book in someone's yeah. house on the other side of the world that have photos of you in it. Yeah. Are you okay with that? You yeah. know what I mean? Me personally, I don't, I wouldn't care if someone had my photo, yeah. but again, they're their own people. So yeah. it's like, you have to have those kinds of conversations. Oh yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. a weird thing um, to think about. Yeah. Yeah. And it's dude, it's a weird time for kids with pictures of themselves, like <laughs> little, like small children having like TikTok accounts and stuff. And I'm yeah. just like, dude, I'm so thankful that wasn't around when I was a kid because <laughs> the embarrassing stuff that would be oh, living yeah. forever. Oh yeah. <laughs> but but you know, it's I it, it's interesting to see <laughs> where that's going to go sure. over the years now that we're seeing more than ever kids having phones in their pockets that have incredible cameras in their pockets. They yeah. they they have access to the internet for it to go everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's wild to think about, you know. Um because I, I think the, the dynamic of using a camera in that sense changes it a little bit, whereas people are like, well, that's like a high-quality photo, but they don't really think twice about a photo that was taken with their phone. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, it's just an interesting kind of time that who yeah. knows what it's going to look like, you know, yeah. in 20 years. But, but yeah, I think when it, if it ever came down to that kind of thing, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Cool. It's a little comforting too that to know that like maybe TikTok will be gone in two years. You know what I mean? Like it'll keep yeah. cycling. Yeah, there, there'll be the next. Media yeah. I'm, I'm act very thankful yeah. that VHS players are not readily available. <laughs> right. Yeah. To the, I yeah. mean, like you really have to try hard to find a VHS I, player these I days. I wish I had my old mini DV and yeah. high eight tapes from when we first started skating because I would love to watch it. But I would watch it once and then probably just get rid of all of it. Because, <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just you know. I can't imagine that us, happening. I could, I could learning, imagine you learning like how to kick flip. I could see you doing painful. like a, a video, like a. I would probably like an grab archive some stuff. Kind of thing yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it would be rad. I honestly did try to. I did a, a series of limited edition boards with CCS. Yeah got one more number for the, the plug uh, <laughs> there we go. No, no, I, uh, wait i'm sorry with who <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i think you coughed right say that one more time um no i we, we did like a limited edition round of boards and in the video kind of talking about it i kind of you know talked like i was always the filmer and photographer in our skate group there yeah. were other guys who i was like 
hey man, let's let's keep filming. If we get enough footage, like there were a few friends where I'm like, they could legitimately go somewhere with their yeah. skateboarding. Yeah. That wasn't me. You yeah. know what I mean? Most of my time was spent hunched down at the bottom of the stairs with a camera and a fisheye, yeah. Yeah. like not practicing my tricks. I was trying <laughs> to make sure we got documents of all yeah. of these things that were happening, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I tried to go back and grab old footage from our old videos because I've got two skate videos I made in 2007 on DVD. That's Dude. the only like old footage that I have access yeah. to. And so I put it on my Xbox and I ran that to my Ninja 5 nice. to record it, <laughs> to record the DVD, but it just blacks out the screen because it knows I'm trying to record. Even though it's like a burnt DVD that I made, wow. the, the Ninja 5 wouldn't let me record it. So I didn't get to use any of the footage, but I was like, I could just turn the lights off and film my screen, film <laughs> yeah. my TV. Yeah. I've done that way back in the day with like playing back a tape in a camera with just the little yeah. uh, composite well, and cables would, yep. and then film my screen to get it on the hard drive camera because I didn't have any way to transfer footage between the two. I mean, the fact that it's skate footage from 2004, like that's kind of punk rock anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Whatever. For yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's oh, cool, man. Right. Um, Do you want to move into hot takes? Sure. Oh, let's I, go, yeah, because I think I think yeah, <laughs> you tackled a lot of a lot of the questions as we were asking them. So I want to let's lightning around these hot takes now. Uh, hot takes are uh, statements that could be controversial in nature. And, <laughs> Can uh, you make the explanation a little bit more lightning? Kind of <laughs> <laughs> statements that are more. <laughs> um, so I'll start off with the first one here. Let's so go. there are some people. I'm not gonna say who. Who see posting family as like this familial exploitation, like mom YouTubers or dad YouTubers or family YouTubers where they just post all their kids. Where do you draw the line between capturing your family and using it for revenue and exploiting that versus documenting your family and sharing it? I think it all comes down to like what I do, sharing photos of my family. Mm -hmm. It's never about... Let me preface all of that with i don't think you exploit <laughs> no, 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 no. absolutely i think when you when you look at it as like everything i've shared comes from a photographer's perspective and so it's a lot of like i like this lens because it gives yeah. me a little bit more room when i'm working like in close quarters with my family or i like this film because i'm usually shooting in this mm -hmm. you know and i'm providing like real life examples for that yeah only to like inform the photographer mm -hmm. so that they can kind of take that and think, okay, if I shoot in this kind of scenario, maybe I would prefer X, Y, Z, whatever yeah. it may be. Yeah. When there's like YouTube, like family YouTubers where it's like every video is the kid's face in the thumbnail and like, we just pranked blah, 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 whatever, like that kind of stuff. Like, your 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 kids are working for you. You know what I mean. And 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 I always kind of come back to that. Like if if my kids never wanted their photo taken, cool. I'm still gonna do what I do. Yeah. If a family YouTuber, if their kids were like, I don't want to do that, 
I guess. Do you want us to pay his mortgage? Right, yeah, that, that's the thing. It's like I'm not banking on my kids' involvement in yeah. photography, whereas I think the YouTube, like that kind of stuff, it's like there's a difference between like how you put it, like sharing and, and exploiting yeah. for sure. There's, there's a very – I like that delineation that you, you – I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, kid. If that's the case, you're fired. We're going to have to hire another <laughs> Exactly. Uh, so – We've heard from other people. We actually had Tariq Teray on uh, the <laughs> podcast recently Hell talking yeah. about film. And honestly, you know it's funny before before we like before today. Yeah, we spoke to Tariq and told him that you were going to be on it. He's like, you know what? Why is he shooting four by five? I can't find a lens now, <laughs> like, or something, something. But uh, but he had he had some things to say about this about this topic but yeah. from uh but what do you find to be the most annoying film trend slash habit that kind of that's that's popular on social media or yeah i mean yeah it's it's uh, it's just a lot of the same yeah like i i have to stay off of social media for a while because um or, or at least stay off of like film photography social mm -hmm. media and like looking at like share feature accounts and like that yeah. kind of stuff i just feel like it's a lot of the same yeah like I, you I, haven't I, seen enough sunoco gas stations yet <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. still in the gas station or the 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 vacant uh, i just assumed sinistil was for shooting gas stations. right <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah the basketball doesn't, doesn't court else. yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the the vacant basketball hoop uh or like you know with like the the worn net that yeah. they're shooting or the car with the cover over it mm -hmm. or a classic car like yeah. corner of like the fender like hot people on the beach that's the thing <laughs> like again if that's what makes you happy yeah do your thing like sure. dude shoot anything you want sure. as long as it makes you happy and you're not hurting other people absolutely go for it shoot it all right now and just get it out right, <laughs> just yeah. get it out but, but that's the thing it's like you you have to you have to take a lot to like really figure out what what you like and i mm -hmm. think the the more you get that stuff <laughs> out of your system it's like you start thinking about work that matters and like yeah maybe it doesn't matter to a wide audience as much as you know a pretty sunset or the basketball hoop yeah. you know photo whatever maybe that appeals to more people but I feel like the impact that a more personal project or subject, it's going to have a, a bigger impact on you. It's going to have a bigger impact with the people who do resonate with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just uh, the, the, the habit or trend is just stop looking at social media for like inspiration. Yeah. Pick up a photo book. Yeah. Look at look at like a, a real project. Or look and at not something completely different. Something completely like, different. Go look at an architecture book. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. It's like just expand your your yeah. knowledge rather than just what is popular and what's getting the most likes. Yeah. Um, that and thinking that a photo is going to be better because it was shot on film. That's not that's not a thing. <laughs> so, I, but the tones, bro. But the <laughs> tones. It's do you just mind like, if I go ahead and lead into the? Yeah, next yeah. one. Yeah, Kev. go for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why film? Why digital? <laughs> Has film turned into a gimmick? Does it matter? All right, I'm gonna break all of these down. Uh, oh. Why? Why film? Uh, for me, I just enjoy the process. Yeah, I enjoy not looking at a screen when I'm shooting. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes I do. 
like why digital some cases it just makes more sense whether that be the lighting conditions whether that means if i also need to shoot video that day and i need something that can shoot both um maybe i just want the flexibility of a raw file as well and like i don't know where i'm gonna go with this and i want room to to do whatever i want to do with it you know um again it's it's like each is a tool you know for for some stuff nine times out of ten i'm gonna i'm gonna use film like if i'm just out for the day with the family just gonna take my m6 yeah. black and white film yeah. hp5 like that just works it gives me what i want out of it if i was torn between well i might want them in color i don't know i might then i'm obviously not gonna use black and white film you mm-hmm. know what i mean it's mm-hmm. like i just know what i like for most situations and so i just stick to that um but they each have their place so sure. like why film or digital it just depends on what i want out of it um has film turned into a gimmick i think for a lot of people it has i don't think overall it has but it's definitely like a fad right Mm -hmm. now you know um i mean i've been on youtube for seven years now i think uh or yeah i think so seven years uh trying to (laughs) preach the gospel of film (laughs) photography so to speak but it's like you know i just i i enjoy it like after I got my first camera all those years ago, not long after that, I got on eBay and got a $50 Minolta and just, that was my main camera for like four years, you know? Yeah. And I just shot everything with that camera and a 50 millimeter lens and just learned as much as I could with that setup, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, it's always stuck with me. Even as I got digital cameras, I've always been shooting film as well alongside it. And then, yeah, like seven years ago, that was sort of the idea it was like, if more people have more information on this, more people will shoot film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be a great thing. You know what yeah. I mean? And now film photography has exploded. There are, again, dozens of YouTube channels. Um, <laughs> all kinds of like of us. Yeah. That's, <laughs> dozens of us. <laughs> dozens of us on YouTube. But yeah. like film sales numbers, you know, yeah. like to see yeah, discontinued films coming back. Yeah. And like film sales going up, new cameras coming yeah. out, like. We're processing color film now, which yeah. is insane. Dude, I never would have thought that would happen. That is nuts that yeah. that is a thing when it was once like basically phased out where it was like, all right, those times are done. Yeah. But now it's back. You know, yeah. one of my best friends growing up owns a record store in Chillicothe. He would talk about at, when we were in like school, mm-hmm. man, I'd love to own like a music store in town. That'd be great. And now he's got a record store has been open for years and he's doing great. And That's it's like, awesome. that was something that once every music store stopped selling records yep and now he gets new releases in every week all on vinyl you know it's like it's just crazy but again there's a whole generation where all of this is new to them it's old technology but they're seeing it for the first time and it's exciting so we're in that weird period right now where it's new and it's exciting but there's an aspect of it where people are thinking, well, it's in right now, so I'm going to shoot film. Yeah. As yeah. soon as this fad or bubble bursts, those people are going to be like, well, it's not cool, so what's? I'm not going through all that trouble of shooting film if people don't think it's better because it's on film. Yeah, you know I feel I mean? like there's still going to be something, though, just because it is... I don't know. There's something... I don't like, think it'll ever go almost away. Almost like vinyl and stuff. Like it, I think people want to hold on to something yeah, like yeah. prints or whatever well, and again just like, that that generation that is so used to you know 
iTunes or, or mm-hmm. Spotify or whatever yeah. Apple Music, I guess iTunes. Yeah. I just dated myself probably <laughs> by saying iTunes. I don't even th- I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. It is not. It, it is, is not. It is dead. There we go. So <laughs> again, there's a whole generation where it's like they're not used to holding their physical album when it comes out. They're used mm-hmm. to downloading it or streaming it. Yeah. Now that they get to own it and purchase it and flip through the booklet, it's like. Oh, this is cool. You get all this stuff with your music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they were they were used to for so long just downloading and streaming. Yeah, so yep. with their first cameras, oh cool. It's like you load it and you can't see it. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just it's mind blowing to people yeah. for the first time. Um but I think it'll it'll always have a place because it is, you know, it's a special process and it just sure. offers stuff that digital can't and I think digital obviously offers stuff that film can't. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna do one last hot take. Yeah, one last one. Camera genie comes to you and he says, "All right, Matt, you can only do film or digital for the rest of your life. What do you pick?" Oh, now the equipment for both is gonna be readily different. You're never gonna run out of your favorite film stock or film. chemicals, okay, in your, or cool. nor would you run out of memory cards. <laughs> He's or, like, "All right, FP100." <laughs> <laughs> No, honestly, um, I mean, if if I could shoot one or the other forever, it would be film Um, just because like I've used it for just about everything. And like, yes, digital can do things that film can't. But some of those limitations, just speaking for personal work, Mm -hmm. I'm okay with some of those limitations. If I was doing it for a living as well, I would obviously need digital because I'm not shooting any job for hire on yeah. film every time i've shot jobs for hire on film mm-hmm. but not every job because yeah. it just doesn't work that way yeah. but yeah. if we're talking like passion just me making photos for myself 100 percent, it would be it would be film only okay so is this absolute is he is he also in this uh, alternative reality also shooting his youtube videos on high eight film <laughs> yeah. uh yes it's all, Super Super 16. it's all 16 yeah, yeah. it's yeah. all 16 okay yeah. okay get some cook lenses going and yeah, gotcha. yeah. Okay. no i yeah <laughs> all right let's um before we before we end here let's talk a little bit about your gear you've mentioned yeah. you've got a leica m6 what's your digital setup look like these days um i have a pair of the sl2 from leica so i've got the leica sl2 mm-hmm. and then the sl2s Okay. So, um, two different sensors, two different resolutions, uh, and sort of strengths. Mm-hmm. So the SL2 has a, like a 47 megapixel sensor. Uh, so any stuff that I want that resolution, I'll gravitate towards that one. And then anything in low light or fast shooting, mm-hmm. I'll use the SL2S. It has a lower resolution. I think it's either 24 or 26. I can't remember, which is plenty for most uses. Yeah. Um, it's actually been the camera I've used most this wedding season um, over the original SL2. It's some weddings I've only used just the SL2S, and it's mm. been it's been great. So you're all Leica now. It's all Leica now. All Leica, yeah. Aside from like the the four by five or instant cameras yeah. that I have, um, mm. yeah, yeah. I've cool. got my my M6. That's my one. 35 millimeter camera that i'm using i have i still have my old minolta that i started with i'll never get rid of that one but yeah um that's elliot's camera now i gave that to him <laughs> that's, so cool. that's really cool we just got his first roll of film developed and it's, oh, cool. it's pretty sick yeah there's, awesome. there's like <laughs> photos of his toys and stuff like he'll set up his toys and i i threw a 28 millimeter because I, I only had that 50 that i started with yeah so i got on ebay and got him a 28 because i'm like 
f1.4 that kid's not going to get much no. in focus or no. anything so i i got uh, a 28 and i just keep the lens around like f4 or 56 i'm yeah. like that's good enough yeah mm-hmm. uh and then i just threw it on aperture priority for him yeah. and set it to 1600 so all of his stuff is pushed because it's he's inside the house mm-hmm. you know shooting it yeah five six <laughs> so well, i'm like we we need some speed and yeah you know it's being I mean? a kid too and being like can I get away with this shot? Right. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah, will yeah. this work? He, yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's shot. Uh, I think he's on his second roll right now, but Dang. it's been cool. So yeah, that was my first camera, and and again, that was one thing I never wanted to push on yeah. my kids. I never told him to take photos. I never, because that was my thing as a kid. I'm yeah. gonna do my own thing. The second yeah. you try and coach me into something, yep. Yeah. Nope. I'll do something else. I don't care. Like, yeah. you're not going to tell me what I should get into. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I never pushed <laughs> that on him. And he was just like, one day he picked up my camera in the office and he was like, is this your camera? And I was like, yeah, that was my first camera. And he was like, I want it to be my camera. And I was like, well, yeah, if you want a camera, that can be your first. And he was like, yeah, this is my first camera now. Like, Sick, dude. All right. Yeah. I went and got a camera strap and threw it on there for him, and I was like, dude, run it. Like, I hope, do your thing. I hope that in a couple of years he's arguing about arguing with you about why T-Max is better than HP5 or something. I will, I, will have, I will have these conversations with him all day long. Yeah. 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 I, I would be That's all great, for man. it. So. You said you, you'd take your M6 with you when you're out with your family. Do you ever take digital out? Uh, sometimes sometimes yeah sometimes i usually um if i do i'll usually throw my m lenses on an adapter Mm -hmm. on my sl2s just because that yeah makes a big difference in the overall size and if i have a camera with me like that's one thing i love about the m6 it's just it's small it Mm -hmm. can fit anywhere um so if i do take the sl2s out then i will uh usually throw an m mount lens on there and honestly some days Molly just got an X100V a couple of months ago. Oh, and dude. Such a great camera, dude. Yeah. Like, it, it's just a phenomenal for everyday carry. So some days when we're out, if she has her camera and I have my M6, like, if I see something color, yeah. then I'm like, oh, I want to get a photo of that. Like, I only buy 35 yeah. HP5. Like, I don't even buy color film for my <laughs> yeah, M6. Sure. That's a black and white machine to me. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, and so on days like that, I'll just be like, cool. I'll grab Molly's camera and I'll use that. Like, Or I'll use my phone. Like, it, yeah. whatever I've got, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Or take the day off and, Molly, you can shoot today. Yeah. yeah. We, did that. we did that. We took the kids out and played in the creek recently, and I was just like, you've got your camera. If I really see something I want to shoot or if I want to get photos of her with the kids out yeah. in the creek, I'll use that. But I'm like, I'm not going to drag anything with me today. Yeah. 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 And it was nice. Cool. By the end of the day, I was like, all right, cool. Next time I'm bringing my camera. (laughs) But (laughs) in the moment, it was nice to just be like, I'm just dad today. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, Are you using the SL2 for video as well? Yeah. Yeah. So, so my main, uh, my main camera that I use for it, uh, for all the video stuff is the SL2S. Mm -hmm. Um, But anytime I'm running two setups, I've got the SL2 and SL2S and both are just, I love those cameras for video. Cool. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. Is there anything on your wish list? Like, is there anything that you haven't gotten that you're mm. like, I want it. I want that. I don't know why yeah. I want it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the 50 millimeter in mount Sumalux, the F 1.4 from Leica. Okay. Um, I have the F two, the Sumacron and it's great. Uh, but I, I did a video for them when the M10R came out and they sent out that camera with the 50 Sumalux like a month before the camera was announced just to try it out, make a video. Mm-hmm. And that was my first time actually shooting with that lens. And, 
it's not so much that I get an extra stop of light. That's great too. But everything about that lens from how it's designed, the way it renders things, it's just like a perfect 50 millimeter Hmm. in my opinion. So at some point I would like to swap out my Summicron for a Summilux, but you know, that'll happen whenever it happens. I'm not, I'm not stressed about it. (laughs) Yeah. What I've got right now, it works. Nice. (laughs) Cool. Cool. Um, do you have any, do you have any, if someone's wanting to get other than watching your YouTube channel, is there anything you would recommend people watching, reading, uh, Mm. whether that's a blog or a book or. So the, the, that have nothing to do with photography or with photography. Well, with With, photography (laughs) or without afterwards, I'll throw out some random things that I've been enjoying lately that other people might like photography wise. Um, Sally Mann. There's a documentary mm. uh, called What Remains. It's on, I believe, Prime Video. You okay. can buy it on there. Yeah, cool. I've owned that documentary for probably since it came out, so a long, long time, but I've mm. watched it countless times. I've always been a huge Sally Mann fan. Um, that's a great documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talk about her immediate family work and some of the like controversies from it, but also it's her sort of starting a new project and like tackling a completely different subject. Hmm. Uh, especially like a departure from what made her such a big success. And then mm. it was like, she wanted to shoot other stuff. Yeah. And it's a really, it's, it's really like, she's very vulnerable and transparent in that. And like mm. what it meant for her as a photographer to like move on from the work and like try and say something else with photography, yeah. which I yeah. really, really back that. Um, that's a great watch. Um, I mean, there's tons of great photography documentaries, everybody street, um, that's a great one that Cheryl Dunn put out. Um, there's one, I think it's called all things are photographable. It's a documentary on Gary Winogrand. I know that mm. was out on like the, you know, Apple store or whatever. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of good ones out there, but those are, those are probably like the top of the list for, for things to watch. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. We've got one that we'll link, we'll link those in on the show notes, but we also have one from Maddie called document your life that will uh, link in the show notes as well. It's a YouTube video. Oh, awesome. Um, as, so on these episodes, Tom, was there anything else, you, by the way, that you might no. want? Oh, <laughs> other things to recommend. Yes, yes, Unrelated yes. to photography, uh, Bo Burnham Inside. Oh, Netflix. absolutely, yes. It's just yes. Cow, the talent that that dude has in all aspects. <sighs> so, so good. That's like a must watch. Anyone, yeah. and I, but I think especially, I mean, maybe anyone who shoots photos or videos can like appreciate it because of how he shot everything himself. Yes. Mm-hmm. But especially if you've ever filmed yourself, mm-hmm. like on a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. the 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 scene or the bit <laughs> the bit where he's watching back footage of himself when and critiquing young. it, yeah. and yeah. then he's like, he gets stuck in this loop of like commentary on a video of him doing commentary <laughs> on a video yeah. and it's like this never-ending loop that is 100% what it's like to Absolutely. film a video of yourself <laughs> and edit it and as I'm sitting there editing I'll just be roasting myself yeah in my head I'm like don't know why I said that made no sense okay well look, look like an idiot right there all right cut like I that I have never related to something when it comes to YouTube so much as that scene but yep I've done, that, inside is I've done that with a with a room full of people during feature fair. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of a, I, I'm I'm really glad you're here now, Kevin, so that I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness, Oof. that's amazing. It's rough. Yeah. Um, we leave everybody with a challenge. Um, 
with every episode. In this episode, we're going to challenge everybody to share with us your favorite memory of your family uh, that you were able to capture and uh, what you're most grateful for um, to have saved in a photo or a video. So, love um, that. Yeah. If you've got something special that you want to share with us, either tag us on Instagram, shoot us an email, um, shoot us a direct message, uh, whatever. Um, yeah, and that's make, awesome. And make sure you, you get out there and you capture what's important. I was going to say, yeah, you guys will have to uh, share some of those with me that you get sent in. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I'd, love Definitely. To see, I'd love to see some of those. That'd be rad. Yeah. Tag us in it. Yeah. Yeah. Tag Matt Day in yeah, it. I was going to say, tag, tag, <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah, tag me in it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'd love to see it. Yep. Yeah. So, um, Tom, you have any additional challenges, closers? No. Advice, input? No, we're, we're good. Wishes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. Well, with that said, Matt, thanks so much for stopping by. Yeah, thanks, yeah. man. We really Dude. appreciate you making the trip up here. And always. Always <laughs> yeah. a pleasure to come up. I'm glad we got to sit down and yeah. chat longer than we normally do when I'm in here. Normally, yeah. you guys have got a million things going on. <laughs> I was going to say, you with know? a little bit more focus, more <laughs> yeah. than anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. No, I appreciate you guys having me, man. It means a lot. Yeah. Yep. And you, you can... You, yeah. I was just going to say, usually it's, oh, Matt, that's a really cool thought. Also, I'm going to go. I got to go. This person, I'll be right back. Yeah, and, and then I'll just window yeah. shop. And then an hour later, you're like, God, I'm like. Phone's ringing off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> you can find Matt on Instagram at MattDayPhoto. Um, you can find him on YouTube simply by searching Matt Day. Um, it'll be the first thing that pops up because he's pretty popular. <laughs> you, can <Unfortunately>. sh- <laughs> you can you can share your photos with us uh, or your thoughts and feelings uh, or whatever, just your complaints in general. <laughs> on, ins- on Instagram at the number two weird camera beards or at MPEX underscore photo underscore video. And you can always also send us images or questions to our email, the number two weird camera beards at MPEX.com. And a special thanks to magical, mystical, marvelous uh, <laughs> executive. executive producer Matty <laughs> O'Neill, and as well our president of Midwest Photo, Moisha Applebaum, the VP of Midwest Photo, Ken Lewis, and Matt Day, our special guest. Thank you for coming in today. Don't Thank forget, you don't forget our audio editor. Oh yeah, hey thanks. Josh. Hey Josh. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for editing, Sup, this, Josh. buddy. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next time. See ya. See you guys. Bye.